What's going on, guys? Today, we're doing the first episode of Poppy Code. Yeah, I stole that name from Girl Code and Guy Code, but that shit's been over for a while, I think, right? So this is where you guys submit questions, and I'll give my advice on pretty much anything you ask me. I don't give a fuck. I'll probably steal off of Guy Code and Girl Code's logo when I make one for this eventually. That'll be cool, but I'm really lazy, so that's not gonna happen, for a while at least. So, to start off, for the first question, I got one in for Mail Day that's all written. It's about three pages, so I'm gonna read the quick notes, I'm gonna give my advice on it. I read it earlier, and it's pretty interesting. So let's just dive, I don't really know how to start this shit, so I think we're just gonna start off with question number one. So a little bit background on her, right? She's 33 with no kids, right? Works gigs here and there. Uh, likes tutoring the most out of all the gigs she does. So she wants guy advice, all right? She has a couple guys to pick from, which is pr probably every woman on earth. So a lot of you might relate to this. So for guy one, um, I met him around 2009. He's like 37. Uh, he's not my boyfriend, but he might as well be. Yeah, see, that's not... Right when I read that, I was like, oh, that's not good whatsoever. I feel a definite loyalty to him because he sticks by me. Also not good. During my back problem, I had the surgery like two years ago, but problems began in 2012-ish. He would come visit and chat. I feel you on that back problem part, sister. Um, I also have a back problem. I had back surgery back when I was 18, so four years ago. At some point, I asked him what we were, and he said friends. And I was like, okay. I never asked anything of him. He's been visiting from Fridays, on Fridays 11 to 2, and calling on Monday and Tuesday at 10 p.m. So one time I asked him for a ride, and he said he had fr a friend over and couldn't because they were in the middle of a LAN party. That was the only time I ever asked him for a favor, okay? So here's the part that she said, it makes everybody feel uncomfortable. He's met my mom and brother, the two people closest to me, and my two best friends. Um, I met his dad once, like three years ago, and I have never met his mom because he said she was fucking mean. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing here. She didn't write any of these swears. It's just me not reading all of this for time, time's sake. So apparently, this guy talks politics with her, which is fine, of course. Openly talking about politics, you should know. A possible person who, like, might as well be your boyfriend. You should know his political views. He got you a gift. He said, here, this is for you. Consider you're going away present, you know, because Trump is president now. Just kidding. I hope that joke wasn't in bad taste. And she said she's Hispanic. So yeah, of course the joke was in bad taste. Obviously this dude isn't funny. Awful joke. Should have smacked him. Be like, I hope, I hope that didn't hurt. So here, this is, she's like, so it gets juicy here. Anyway, I haven't been affectionate toward him at all. I try ignoring his messages, but he is persistent and almost aggressive about our weekly get together. Like I said, I feel strange loyalty to him. Especially if you're calling it a strange loyalty. I say that's not good whatsoever. Then recently he started getting clingy and affectionate. I walked away from him at the mall a few weeks ago and he got teary-eyed. And you said this dude's 37 years old? If my girlfriend walked away from me at the mall, I wouldn't get teary-eyed. I don't even know what I would do. I'd be like, okay, what are you, seven? All right, so when he drops me off at home, he tries to hold on to me and doesn't want to leave, but I feel like it's too late for him now. Okay, I, well, there you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that sentence against you later when we get into this, but, uh, I think that's a pretty good sign of what you want to happen right there. Okay, so guy number two. She has three guys to pick from. Guy's number two. So she said she went on, uh, met him online. They were talking. He's super sweet, lives an hour away. He's also Hispanic and very traditional. Probably this go-getter type of guy. He owns his own little business. He wants, already wants you to meet his mom. He's very well-spoken and likes to learn. See, I like the sound of this guy a lot better already. And you said, I know things with him would be different, but I just don't want to compare this new experience to the guy one. Guy one has been with you a third of your life. Um, well, on the comparison thing, I think that's really hard to do. I think you just have to separate it and understand that people are 
all different, right? Nobody's the same. There might be a little things that overlap here and there. However, I think if he's going to like not look at you as the same as somebody else because you aren't like everybody else on Earth, you should do the same thing for him. Even though it seems like you're aware of that, just might have to be something you work on. Obviously, easier said than done, but if you do like the guy and think he's being genuine, I think it's going to be actually easier to do that than you think. Okay, so this is guy from China. This is guy number three, okay? Uh, you met him through tutoring. He's 26 years old. He invited you out to dinner a few times, and you're like, whatever, it's fine. I'm not an attractive woman. He's just being nice. Oh, don't put yourself down like that. Come on. So your family thought it was inappropriate for you to go out to dinner with him because he's 26? Did you say you're only 33 years old? To me, that's like almost the same age. So you ran this by guy one to see if you want to go to dinner, like telling him you're going to dinner with this guy. He said it wasn't a big deal. And he was like, look, we're just friends. You don't need my permission. If you want me to be jealous, well, I'm jealous you're going to a really good restaurant. I'm just, I'm telling you already, I think this guy fucking sucks, guy number one. Like once again, he hits you with the, uh, we're only friends once again. And then the Chinese dude asked you if you want to go to Vegas with him. Hello, that's pretty nice, right? So when you told guy one, you said he flipped. He said, it's one thing to want to take your tutor to dinner, but Las Vegas, what the F? I mean, it sounds like the guy likes you, obviously wants to spend time with you doing something fun. Um, he, the Chinese dude also invited you to New York during Christmas. Wild, you didn't go. You didn't, like, go to any of these, I think, because of, like, work and stuff. Which is wild. That's super nice. Seems like the dude likes you a lot and really wants to spend time with you. But then, like... Only about a week ago, he asked me if I had a boyfriend and then asked you if you saw yourself living in China. Now he's being really attentive and sweet. All right, so you said, so Poppy, my point is, I have never had choices when it comes to guys. I don't want to go through another 10 years of the same routine with guy one, but I feel like he may be changing or is he a narcissist? All right, so this is actually pretty easy to me. When, it, when I read it the first time, I thought it was pretty cut and dry. Guy one, drop that fucking loser, okay? I don't like him. It just sounds like there is more to this in here, but like it, it does sound like he is a bad for you, right? Especially if this like loyalty for no reason. And especially we say, but I feel like he may be changing. The dude's 37 years old. People don't inherently change. And I'm going to go with he's 1 million percent not going to change. I would almost bet my life on it. And I don't think he's a narcissist. I, I It seems like he's kind of insecure, actually. I mean, like, not being with you, to me, kind of sounds insecure. Because he's like, oh, look, I got this girl wrapped around my finger no matter what. I don't got to be uh, exclusive with her. It doesn't sound like a narcissist, it just kind of seems like he's being an idiot and maybe a little insecure, especially when this guy is coming in and he's like, what? Who? Why would you take somebody to Vegas like that? What? So drop that fucking guy, the Chinese guy, that also seems like a problem. Um, I mean, if you guys don't know each other that well and he's asking if you've ever thought about moving to China, that's a super reaching in my opinion. I think you said somewhere in here that, like, there's not a lot of women over there, so that is also a huge red flag. And you, I think you said there, he had, like, he might have money and the Guy number two, he's like worried about how he can provide for you and things like that. Guy number two to me sounds absolutely fucking awesome. I say that's the guy you should 100% go for. If he's worried about how he can provide for you and like actually cares about you and wants you to meet his mom and you guys seem like you click really well and he seems like a dope dude, 100% go with that guy. Drop all the other guys, especially the first guy. You could be cool with uh, the Chinese guy, but the first guy absolutely needs to go. And I think people who are going to be watching this are probably going to actually agree with me. Because the first guy seems like an asshole. And he's terrible at telling jokes. What the hell is that? So now we're going to move on to questions that were sent in to me on, like, social media. All right. I'm married. My husband is an aggressive cheater, so I left him and dropped 70 pounds. What's the most epic way to show him what he lost? So I actually saw your Instagram profile, and I told you. I was like, I'm very, very impressed. You do look great. It's amazing that you lost 70 pounds. Congratulations. That's so fucking awesome. Good job leaving your cheating husband 
Fuck that guy. So I think the best epic way to show him what he lost is to just do better, right? Achieve awesome things and do it in the long run. Don't do like short-term type things like getting a new guy who's like super fit. And yeah, you could post pictures of like your new body and things like that. But I mean like really achieve something different and go above and beyond what you normally would be doing. Like use this as an opportunity to like completely better yourself. I don't know what you do as a profession or anything like that or any passions you might want to pursue, but I think the best way to shove it to this guy, I mean, you really shouldn't be doing things to get back at somebody or anything like that. But if you really want to like prove it to him and a lot of other people, do your own thing and be happy. Now that you did the body thing, do that in another point in your life, right? It could be business. It could be a job. It could be anything you want to do, but do that, pursue that like you did with changing your body. And I think he would be like, fuck, look at this. Look what I missed out on. Like she did the body and the mind is good and she's working on a new profession or like anything like that. The first thing that comes to your mind when I say that, I say do that because that would be like a damn, right? Next one. So I have no clue what to do with my life. Dropped out of college, but I'm willing to go back once I figure out what to do. That's, well, we'll touch on that in a second. Question is, how do I develop a passion for something that I have never experienced? Like every other lying motherfucker I've met while in college. Are you saying that like a lot of them say they have passions and stuff like that? Is that what you're getting at? Hmm. Well... I think you answered your own question there, actually, and I've been through the same exact thing. I dropped out of college without knowing what I wanted to do whatsoever. But the main point when you ask me this question is at the bottom it says, how do I develop a passion for something that I've never experienced? Go experience it. That's it. And if you don't like it, stop instantly. Stop doing it right away and then try the next thing. If you don't like it or can't see a future in it, stop it right away. Try as many things as possible. That's what I did. I dropped out of college and I went to bartending school, went to fashion school, um, did like a bunch, like a different YouTube channel than this. I just tried as many different things as possible until I found this YouTube channel and I went all in 100% on it. So find something that, so the best way to do it is if you are interested in something and you're good at it, you've pretty much won, okay? And then just keep getting better at it. Let that Go tunnel vision. Find what you like. It's hard. It's easier said than done. Okay, that's with most of the advice I give. But if you just keep doing it and um, learning and trying different things, I highly suggest reading a ton of books. By the way, maybe pick up a book on the subject you want to learn about and see if it interests you and see how quickly you pick up things because you might have a natural inclination to it. And if you do and you're really good at it and you enjoy it, and you, you, there's a huge chance that you can make money from it in this day and age. So you might as well go all in. Because if you're good and you like it, you're not going to get sick of it and you're going to enjoy like enjoy what you're doing and be good at it. Like It's a, such a win-win encompassing life. Do that. And I think you gave me a second question here. Backup question, just in case my first question sucked. No, it was very good. I'm bi as fuck and my boyfriend is down to let me hook up with a female, but only if he gets to fuck me while I do my thing. I'm not with it because I wouldn't want him to find an interest in another female since we have the same type. I'm very serious with this guy. I would never want to fuck this up. But if I'm going to be with him for a while, I'd like to... S- be with a female alone one last time. Should I include him or do my thing without telling him, which I already know is beyond fucked, LOL. You already answered your question there. Or should I just stick with how things are now? I wanted to give you a spicy one, maybe a funny response. Uh, well, funny response is hard to do. So since you said you're not with it, then don't do it. Like don't have him fuck another girl with you if you're not into it. Definitely don't fuck another girl behind his back because that's going to ruin everything, especially if you're saying you have a really good thing with this guy. Is it really worth just some sexual pleasure with another person? I, I know it might be like one of those things, like for your life, maybe down the road he'll let you. It's not, I mean, 
it sounds a little short term. I think maybe one day he'll he'll let you, right? And maybe one day you'll be okay with it if you guys, like, I don't know if they get married, if it's like that serious and stuff like that. But if you really think he's going to get interested in another girl, I mean, that's a problem. Um, but I definitely don't think, if you're not with it, then definitely don't have him fuck another girl with you. And one, like I said before, definitely don't go behind his back because that's going to ruin absolutely everything for you guys. I say, what I say is, don't worry about fucking another girl. Like, honestly, like, what's that really going to do? It's just a little bit of sexual pleasure for a little bit. I get that it might be a little bit relieving and something you really want to do before you fully commit. However, what's really more important in the long run here? So I say if it's really a good thing, stick with that guy. Most people have a hard time even finding somebody worth thinking about this about, right? Next one. Hey, Poppy, kind of a high school question. I know, but seeing as you're just a year older, figured you'd have better advice for me. I just got out of a three-year relationship. He's army and long distance. Stress just got to us and on great terms with hopes of getting together after his contract is up. But real talk, this is the first real breakup I've gone through. Any advice for how to deal with the first few days would be awesome. Um, well, the best thing I can say is time. Time is the best way to heal at all. Pretty much. I say um, just try and maybe get your mind off of it. Go to the gym. Um, read some books. Maybe start like a new thing that you're interested in to not get your mind fully set on just thinking about the relationship. Do something else to preoccupy your time and mind and things to learn and grow with while you guys are separate and come back as like not like you guys are still into each other, but come back both as better people. You know what I'm saying? And like having new things to teach each other. And I think it would even make the next time you guys are together way more exciting. So I say that would be pretty cool. That's probably what I would do. Next one. Uh, with your huge ideas for your channel, I'd love to know how you balance mental health and putting your energy into your ambition. You're amazing. Keep up the good work. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Thank you so much. And by the way, I'm keeping obviously all of these anonymous. They're fucking um, usernames anyway. So it's like you guys who know, know who they are, but just for the sake of privacy. But yeah, thank you for the kind words. Um, well, with mental health, oh, this one's going to be really difficult to answer because, I mean, I really do look at everything super objectively, right? Like, I, I only do things that I want to do and things that make me happy. And even for a second, if it's not making me happy, I take a step back and go, okay, how can I change this and fix it? Like, if, if I, I know in life you have to do things you don't want to do and things you don't enjoy, but only for a certain period of time. Like, they have to be a means to an end, and you can't do them forever or else you're going to burn out. I don't know if people have been noticing, but I have only been doing one video a day for the past couple of days because the two videos a day have really been getting to me. Like, it's burning me the fuck out. I'm getting kind of sick of it, and I think I might stop that i'm still gonna be doing the like one a day i'm just changing up the structure a little bit like five comedy videos a week and then the poppy code and then mail day and then i'm gonna bring in video game streaming that's the next thing that's coming in which is gonna be five days of the week along with the comedy videos but um balancing mental health is really just to know yourself really well and to listen to your body and your mind a lot of people like if they're on the verge of burning out and like like, let's say, like, they really just need a rest. Like, really listen to yourself. Because that could, if you don't, that could fuck you up longer. Even if you take a day off, it's fine. It's better than taking a week off because you completely burnt yourself out. Putting energy into my ambition is a little bit easier because I know that I need this energy and this ambition because if I don't do it, everything, like, my future's over. It's pretty much just self-suicide, right? Like, like I have nothing if I don't do this and that the energy just comes from the need and knowing that I have to to me like it's it is a life or death situation type thing just because I don't want to do anything else so I have to do it it's a very very deep moral obligation to myself next one so I get really annoyed when my boyfriend gets texts from his exes. I know I shouldn't be because people should be free to do what they want, give some space, etc. Right? So of course I try not to express my annoyance in front of him. Yeah, we'll touch on that in a second. I do trust him, or do I? Problem. 
right there. But it's still silly. But is it silly to feel a bit insecure? For example, a serious ex-girlfriend texts to meet up for drinks late in the night or asks for emotional support. Okay, well, this is one where trust is really going to come into play here, and you're really going to have to know your boyfriend. I think you should express your annoyance to him, but in a subjective and logical way and not just be like, I'm not calling you annoying, but don't be annoying or nagging in it because that might just piss him off. I, I don't know him very, like, I don't know him at all very well. I don't know him. I don't even know his fucking name, right? I, don't know, I know nothing about this guy. However, it's an assumption that if you just did talk to him logically about it and did voice your concerns, maybe he could like rebuttal in, a, in also a intellectual manner. However, though, if... You, if you don't trust, because you hit me with the, or do I? If you don't trust him, that's a huge red flag for your relationship as a whole because relationships are built on a foundation of trust. And if there, if there isn't a slight bit of not, like trust missing, that's a problem. And you definitely need to bring that up with him. And maybe even maybe bring it up with yourself as to maybe why you don't trust him. Is it silly to feel insecure? Uh, like, especially when they texted me up for drinks. I don't know, man. Like, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes, but I would just be like, Why? Like, ask if you can go. I don't know. Like, that's really weird. To me, that's really weird. Like, why would... Like, if my ex even messaged me, I would just be like, like, super one word. Like, whatever. Yep, here we go. Yep, awesome. Oh, you need help? Sorry. Like, especially with the... Like, asking for emotional support. Like, that really shouldn't be the place of him. Right? He should be offering you emotional support and be doing, like, going off with drinks with you and stuff. But, like, I get that it's okay for him to go out. But, like, they're... I would just, I do, I would be worried about there's something being something there still, right? So, like, I, if I was him, I would, like I said, one word answers, like, yes, yes, okay, goodbye. No, I can't go out with drinks with you. Like, I don't think my girlfriend would appreciate that. Even if she said she was okay with it, I still wouldn't do it just because I care far more about her than my ex, obviously. So I would say have an adult conversation with this guy. Like you need to voice his concern, your concerns to him and have a real talk with him. Because that is kind of concerning actually, especially going out with drinks at night. Like I, I get the drinks aren't a big deal. He probably won't cheat on you hopefully. But the emotional support I think is a bigger deal than the drinks is. I really hope I don't miss some of these messages here. Oh, I got it. I found a few more. Do I wipe front to back or back to front? Back to front so I get poop on my balls. Um, I have a friend who is dating this girl and claims she's the love of his life, but he went and got his ex pregnant who's been wanting to have his baby and she's going to keep it, but refuses to tell the love of his life, the love of his life, like you said, or his family and said he was just going to send his ex money, but keep it hidden. What do you think about that in situation and what advice would you give him? Well, if she's the love of his life, he wouldn't have fucked his ex and got her pregnant. So this guy's, uh... I'm gonna, I don't, I mean, he's your friend, so I don't want to be too mean, but he kind of sounds like a fucking scumbag. This girl clearly isn't the love of his life. He's going to fuck around like this. I mean, I think if I was you, I would really tell him, if you actually care about this guy, be like, tell him to man the fuck up and tell the love of his life what he did, because this is a huge deal. If he has a kid, like, that's a big responsibility, okay? A child, that's your fucking sperm walking around. So... I think in the future this might tell him. In the future this might come and bite him in the ass if he doesn't tell her. Because one day he's gonna fuck around. That kid's gonna walk into work while he's with his wife, and he's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, that's mine." All right, I have a few more. Actually, I have a, a good amount more, but I'm gonna save that for next week's one. Um, you guys, I have one more that I'm gonna answer because this one's uh seems important and pressing, and I would love to answer this one for you. However, um, comment down below 
any advice you guys want, and it will, I'll try and make it in the next one because I want to keep it. I saw my camera was at about 25 minutes, and I don't want it to run longer than that at all. Like, I was thinking 12 minutes, but obviously I'm not going to cut it down for no reason. And, like, I think around that time, maybe even shorter, you guys let me know. Obviously, the first one, so I don't know the, lo- lo- the length of it that you guys would want. But I think, like, that's the length of a TV show. That's not too bad. However, let me answer this last question, and then we'll, you know, sign off and shit like that. How do you cope with the death of the person close to you? I know your father died recently, so I was wondering if you could help me out. Yes, my father died in November of 2017. And um, so how do you cope with the death of a person close to you? That's obviously different for everybody else. There's time. Um, I know, like, when my mom's... I don't know how she's coping with my father, but, like, when my mom's parents died, I know she was, like, reading books. I don't know if you're religious or anything like that. That might help if you read, like, about like books with heaven or things like that. However, I'm not religious whatsoever. I'm actually an atheist. So the best way that I look at it is to me, it's death isn't a bad thing, right? It happens to every single person. It's going to happen to you. It's going to happen to me. Every single person that ever lives, we all have the same destination, right? So if you just look at it as a product of life and something that's inevitable and kind of look at it as like a, I don't know, not like a, you, you did it, right? But, like, it, it just has to happen. And I get that there is mourning and it, it does hurt. But if you do look at it, like, objectively and you're like, he, like, this person got to live and hopefully live a fulfilling life, then that should give you comfort knowing that at least they got even the chance to live. But if you're religious, take comfort in knowing, like, whatever your religious beliefs are, that you have those. And they probably did have the same exact ones. And even if they didn't, whatever you believe in, have comfort in that. Like, that's what religion's around for and things like that. But if you're like I am with science and analytics and stuff like that, like that's just what happens. You get, you know, put back into the earth. Everything gets recycled. And it's just part of this big living, breathing thing we call the universe. And that's what happens. And we're all one and shit like that. We're all just walking meat bags of stardust, you know? And maybe if you want, I know what I did. Like I, I, I've been researching. Like, I, I haven't like stopped thinking about death since my dad died. But like I think about it, like 24-7. Like I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die one day. And that kind of, for me, is kind of motivating right like I know I'm gonna die so I gotta live this fulfilling life and do everything I have to do because I'm going to die but if you research death and see maybe look into what it feels like to die and things like that and see that it's from people's accounts who have came back saying that it's not that bad I don't know if you were worried about that or anything like that people who have came back to life from dying read up on that a little bit because I haven't seen one bad thing to be totally honest so yeah I wanted to end on that and yeah guys I don't think I even got to the Post that I made on Instagram about it. So I'm going to use some of those for next week. So if I didn't answer your question, I'm definitely going to get around to them. I do have a couple more messages that I got that I do also plan to get around to. So if I didn't answer yours, don't worry. I will hopefully get around to it, but also leave yours in the comments. I will also be making another post on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Follow me on Winebox Poppy and everything. Uh, let me know what you guys think about this segment. I think it's obviously going to get better and grow and stuff like that. Maybe I'll even have guests on. Maybe I'll have my girlfriend. Maybe I'll have a couple homies on. But if not, maybe it'll just be me or maybe I'll make it into like a the girl code, guy code type thing and have like guests like they did. I don't know. Maybe we'll work on it and see what happens. There's some really, really good questions coming up. So stay tuned for next week. I hope this was kind of entertaining. It might have been a little bit slow, but we'll work on it and make it awesome. Thank you guys so much for watching. I enjoyed it at least. Um, so smack that face right up there to subscribe if you haven't already. Two goddamn video. How? Which way do I do it? The, two videos over there right? And down here, patreon.com slash wineboxpoppy if you want to help support the channel and like where it's going, want to help it grow.